Zelensky, Biden, NATO, and Eastern Europe at war. You are listening to continuing coverage of war in Ukraine on The John DePietro Show. AM 1380, 99.9 FM, WNRI. Listen live online at DePietro.com. Let's go live now to the border of Ukraine and John DePietro. Folks, good, afternoon. good morning right now at six minutes past on this Tuesday. It is the John DePietro Show on AM 1380 and 99.9 FM coming to you from, and I mispronounce it, but it's P, uh, I could spell it. But uh, folks, we are right at uh, the main train station. It's uh, P-R-Z-E-M-Y-S-L. Um, and it is the main trace station where all the people arrive from Ukraine. You're listening to the John DePietro Show on AM 1380 and 99.9 FM. This portion of the program, folks, it's brought to you by Kogi. It's R.E. Coogan and Heating. Call them today, 401-732-6562. Uh, as we're transitioning from... As we're transitioning from winter to spring, it's R.E. Kugatini. Folks, call them today at 401-732-6562, 401-732-6562, R.E. Kugatini. Now, folks, go to the website, to petro.com. I want to once again thank the Coesed Inn. If you want to support the program, go eat at the Coesed Inn. I can't wait to see Jim and everyone when I get back. 226 Coesed Avenue in West Warwick. Delicious food. It's the Coesed Inn. So we are at, you know, I was pronouncing it fine. You know what's interesting, folks, also? And good morning to uh, everybody tuning in on Facebook Live. You can see our live stream. It's John DePietro Show at, um, it's Premel, uh, right around there. But anyhow, I was actually able to walk here this morning. Yesterday, we were at the border. I have to take a taxi. But I was actually able to walk here. I am so close. Uh, and it was a nice day. Now, there's big developments with the, um, with the war. And we're going to bring you up to speed and give you a chance. And I want you to see the inside. And we'll talk to some people uh, as that are arriving from Ukraine, the people that are helping them. A lot of times they have story. We also have the foreign media that is here and covering the story. For those of you that are not on Facebook, and I recognize a lot of people are not, if you go to depetro.com, my website, I am posting a lot of the Facebook video up. And I hope my friend Robin sees David from Germany, brought his piano there. He's fantastic. He plays it. We will be back there tomorrow. The people uh, at the border were terrific, just fantastic. And yesterday, if you didn't see it, I did post it. We're going to go inside the um, the video of where I am greeting the people arriving from Ukraine. Now, folks, I want to show you. These are all people from Ukraine that have arrived here. They had to get out of the country. And uh, I want to show you some of the trains. Now, they're waiting to take another train. There's um, Res- Resno where I was earlier last week. Uh, if you look down on the board... Uh, that's Mandika. That's where we were yesterday. So, and then um, this is the uh, main train station. You do see this with the media where you have all the volunteers. I want to show you um, some of the Ukrainian people, folks, who everything they have, they have in their hands in the one bag. You get to take one bag on the train. I want to show you, everybody on Facebook Live, there is, um, I mean, there is the hallway of hope. 
These people just waiting. They got out of Ukraine. Remember, uh, someone asked me about women and children. But remember, the men, if you are 18 to 60, you have to stay and fight in the war. So that's why then you see there's James and, um, and Bruce. So I'm going to make my way through to the train platform where it's a little quieter. I think I can have a path. Juan's going to go for the path, folks. So here you see. And um, who knows? We may, whoop, guard ahead. We may get on the train. Excuse me. Dankashe. We may get on the train and ride with some of the Ukrainian refugees. Now, folks, these people, look at these uh, little tiny children. Hi there. <laughs> oh, very nice. Excuse me. Do you speak? Do you speak English? Yes, we do speak English. Yeah. Now, where where are you? Uh, from Kiev, Ukraine. Wow. Yes. Okay. And who are the? Are these your two beautiful? Uh, yes, this is my ne- uh, nephew, and uh, this is my son. Oh, very nice. And what's his name? Uh, Mark and Artem. Now, when did you arrive? Uh, just now. Just now. And when did you start your journey? Uh, a few days ago, I think uh, around four days ago. So it was a really long uh, drive across the country because they have, uh, there is no flights. So we have to drive to the board and we just crossed the board. You did just cross the board? Yeah, just did, yeah. How, how is your neighborhood? <gasps> oh, it's a disaster. Uh, we are living in the capital, so it's pretty safe there, but it's actually not. Your English is excellent. Oh, thank you so much. How did you learn English? Uh, I went to the United States. I studied there, so yeah. yeah I do, have do you have to go? Where are you headed? But then we go into Germany, so this is not the final destination. So thank you so much. Thank you very much. United States, Juan, John DePietro Show. Virginia, Virginia. So hi, VA. The people support. Yes, yes. Good luck, folks. Very good. There's, folks, you can see now again, neighborhood destroyed. Look at those cute little boys with the nephew. So there must be. Maybe this traveling with a sister. I didn't get a chance to ask. Now, this is outside when we go. And you see the uh, amount of individuals. And there's also usually foreign media. These are also all the, the volunteers. Notice she didn't mention anything about Hunter Biden and Biolabs. <laughs> I am telling you, I am ready I, when, when, when I return, I want to, oh, there they go. All right. There they go. Have a safe trip. Thank you so much. Bye. Very nice, folks. The volunteers helping them. Now, what's interesting, and I want to just point out, that is all they have. These people are not going on vacation. That is um, all they have. I am telling you, when I return, maybe I'll set up like a steel cage match. I want to fight all of the propaganda lunatics. Hello. Good English. Folks, these are all Ukrainian people. So now you heard she said the kids are exhausted. They have to drive through. Can you imagine the hellish ride? I don't like to um I don't like to ride when the roads are slippery, when we have a storm. And these people, you have to ride through all the bombs and their neighborhood is completely destroyed. So what you're seeing right now, this is nonstop. Now I came here just a short time ago and uh you speak English? English? No? Okay. Folks, they like the cameras. They like that um, They like that I have uh, 
show support for the Ukrainian people, which we have to, by the way. Absolutely. And again, uh, they are the great people of Ukraine. They are. And they want their country. That's another propaganda talking point. Hello. That they, um, you know, this whole business. Oh, they want to be reunited with, oh, they want Putin as their leader. Oh, okay. Yeah, they don't want Zelensky, except they threw out the Putin puppet in 2014. You Kool-Aid drinking cult maniacs. I want to walk down, folks, just a little bit. And again, this is uh, nonstop, these volunteers. I want people to know. So they think of that. That mother, they drove and then arrived over the border. And now they have to then, she said they were going to end up somewhere uh, in Germany. So this, again, are all people. Who knows how long they've been traveling. And I also, I want you to look at this picture right here and it's very significant for those that are watching on facebook live and again i know you're listening on the radio but what is missing from this you would think okay it looks like a normal airport uh people just traveling even though it's a train station but but what you don't see are you you don't see the fathers you don't see the men because they're all back fighting the russians in the war and we hope that you know they have to be successful uh, I, I think that the tide is turning and they realize that they have to uh, take him out now. They cannot allow him. The Biden strategy has obviously not worked. Uh, the NATO strategy, they just seem to be reacting. They need to pin him back to wait for the Russian people to take out Putin. I, I, I just don't think they can wait. And there's no guarantee that's going to happen. He's got billions of dollars he has bunkers he has so much protection he has an army of 4000 people that guard him and defend him and so he's going to be really really difficult to take out so folks what you're watching and looking at right now these are all people that uh now they lived in the capital kiev who then had to leave there and then now uh, they just have to go somewhere else until when until their country's restored until they can have some sense of a uh, a life back since their homes and businesses have been uh, completely destroyed. So it is, it is like this. And I want you to understand when I have been here, it is just nonstop of people that just continue to arrive. And for those that haven't seen it yet, wait until when the next train does arrive and you see them come just piling and falling out. Folks, this portion of the John DePietro show right now, and again, good morning on this Tuesday, is brought by Henry Oil. Give them a call today, 401-521-0200. You can depend on Henry Oil. Listen, it's still going to be cold for a while. Fill up that tank with Henry Oil online at henryoil.com. Now remember, visit the website depetro.com and depetro.com, which is brought by Brood Awakenings. I want to thank David, everyone at Brood Awakenings. Stop in two locations in Johnston, a location in Cranston Pontiac Avenue. Delicious food, nice comfortable drinks, big comfortable chairs, flat screen TVs, Brood Awakenings, and Bald Hill Road in Warwick. So, hello there. Holandii, w Holandii Polacy są, a ja jestem z Opola, Polak, z Kiry Krosti. Jestem w Przemyślu, uchodźcy wojenni tu na dworcu są. I mam 86 lat i z napisem polskim, że chcę wziąć...
kobietę z dzieckiem do mieszkania. Mam pokój dla niej z dzieckiem, ale korzenie musi ona mieć polskie, bo Lwów kiedyś był polski. Po wojnie zrobili Ukraina, bo Ukraińcy mieszkali, ale to była Polska. A, a nam, e, mój teść tu mieszkał za Lwowem, przeszedł front bojowy z Lwowa aż do Berlina, tam pod bramą wojsko. No. No. Well said, well said. Thank you. Thank you for chatting with us. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, sir. Thank you for taking the time to join us right here, folks, on the John DePietro Show. Again, I want to emphasize and show the um, number of people. Hello. English? Do you speak English? No English? No. Okay. So, folks, again, I for those that are just tuning in, we did have our translator, but because of the amount of refugees that have come in, Anna, uh, our translator, was so tremendous, and she was in demand, and... Um, And she was, uh, as you can imagine, snatched up just because she was so talented. Do you speak English? No English? No? That's quite all right. Uh, A lot of times yesterday, for those that were watching and listening, a lot of the uh, volunteers from other countries, the Germans we we find could speak, it it, it can be a challenge sometimes. But the, um, the people of Ukraine, folks, certainly appreciate the sport. This is a big day with Zelensky in front of Congress. And I think that our foreign policy is going to be led by Congress. And you know what else? Last night I said to people, if you want to help the situation, uh, all due respects to the people that are taking different types of donations for supplies and things like that. If you really want to help the people of Ukraine, you should contact Cicilline and Langevin and Reed and White House and tell them that you uh, want them to issue more support for the people of of Ukraine as far as military. So, and someone, it was on Facebook Live last night, they said, Cicilline, why would I contact him? Well, if he's your congressman, I mean, I never contact Langevin's office, but I want, they need to hear from people. Hello, do you speak English? No, no English. Um, You're from Ukraine? You're from Ukraine? Okay. Um, folks, the, um, you know, they, they need to hear. Cicilline, Langevin, Reed, and White House, they need to hear from, they need to be able to say that they're hearing nonstop from, here comes the Polish police. They need to hear from their, uh, they need to be able to say that they're hearing from their constituents that, Um, that in fact that they're hearing from all their constituents that they want us to defend the people of Ukraine and up the military support. So, um, and so that absolutely, they, they need that. They need to hear from people. If you really want to help, and again, I know, uh, you know, over the weekend there was a big thing of people lining up with socks and water and that stuff. Folks, I mean, you're seeing the people right here. I don't know how they're ever going to get it to them because now they're just being scattered all over uh, Europe and in different countries. I believe if you want to if you want to hey, there's a sign in English. If you want to help the people of Ukraine we need to put pressure on, notice you know, Governor McKee has not issued any type of statement to President Biden. All Governor McKee says is the people of Ukraine can come live in Rhode Island. They don't want to live in Rhode Island. They want to 
they want to uh, defend and have their country rebuilt. But, folks, I also I want you to understand. And again, folks, good morning. You're listening to the John DePietro Show on AM 1380 and 99.9 FM. Right now it's 1120. I love the people that uh, bring their nice little dogs along. So, folks, it's, um, some people did, in fact, leave pets behind. Some of the uh, older residents would not leave without their pets. But, um, but th- this absolutely needs to be condemned. And President Zelensky and the people of Ukraine... Good. I'm glad to hear that, Cheryl. Listen, they got to open it up. You know, the uh, and, and Senator Reid, who's on the Senate Intelligence Committee, he carries a lot of weight. He needs to be able to see that he's hearing from his constituents and the people of the state of Rhode Island and Massachusetts and Connecticut that they uh, want us to provide them with the weapons to defend themselves. Does this I mean, does this make sense to anyone that China is going to hand Russia weapons and help them, and yet we can't help Ukraine? Absolutely not. Folks, this portion of the John DePietro Show is brought to you by Propane Plus. Remember, propane is safe. It's affordable. Call Propane Plus today at 885-4209. 401-885-4209 in Rhode Island and Massachusetts. Make Propane Plus your propane provider. It's Propane Plus, 885-401-885-4209 for Propane Plus. Now, once again, I also want to thank my friends at Surplus Provisions. Folks, they have been fantastic in uh, keeping me safe. Again, we are still speaking with the authorities, trying to figure out a safe way that I could uh, enter the country. We only are going to do it if it can be done safely. I can tell you that. Because of what happened the other night with an American journalist. Do you speak English? You do? Yeah. You do? Oh, good. Uh, could I just talk to you for a, a yeah. moment then? Could you step right up in, in front then? Sure. You speak actually very good English. So can you tell us your name? Uh, Nina. And where are you from? I'm from the U.S. Yeah. Now, here we are in uh, Presmo, Poland, right? And all these people are coming. How did you end up here? I was born in Ukraine, actually. Uh, my family and I, we migrated when I was eight. So Ukrainian, Ukrainian people are my people. Yeah. Do you speak Ukraine? I speak Russian. You speak Russian? I do, yeah. And how long have you been here? Uh, two weeks. Yeah. Now, where were you before you got to where we are right now? Where was I? Like, were you in the States or were you traveling somewhere? In, in I was your- in the States, yeah. I flew straight here, yeah. And then felt like I need to get over there and help my people. Absolutely, yeah. The people, how would you, the people of Ukraine have just, they're just fantastic and inspiring. Absolutely, yeah. I expected nothing less, honestly. Yeah. What, just take us through, what is your typical day? What time, like, and I know it changes every day, but this, this is endless around the clock that people like yourself are volunteering. Yeah, I mean, um, we the day is always different, but from refugee centers to train stations to hospitals, um, we kind of migrate from place to place. The needs are so many. The needs are so many, yeah. Um, it's, it's really remarkable, the young, tiny little children that have had to make this long journey. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's really awakening. Because that, that could have been me. That could have been me. Very easy. What, uh, what are your, um, do you have families? still in Ukraine right now? I do, yeah. Not immediate, but far family, aunts, uncles, cousins. And are they there or have they left? 
They're there, yeah. yeah. Hiding like bomb shelters or the basement? Or- some, some, yeah. It's a mix. Some hiding, some are in the villages with their grandmas, grandpas, just trying to make it through. Yeah. And are you with, like, is this an organization you're with that coordinates this whole effort? Um, I flew in by myself, but I joined a group of people um, that flew from all over, from all over the world, whether it's Germany, the U.S., Austria, Spain. Um, uh, predominant, there's a huge organization in Germany called Awakening Europe, and it's a Christian organization. And um, they, were, they were actually the first response. They were. You know, I think I saw them yesterday. I was at Mandika, and I think they're yeah, right there. They were there. That was that. They're tremendous. Yes. And they play songs and sing. And- yes, they're just the light. Yeah, that's Jesus through them. Yeah. So have you been going nonstop? Um, I wouldn't say nonstop. Yeah, but we've, we've been at it every day. Yeah, we've been at it. Is your, we're, we're, what part of the country is your family in? The nor- we're, we're, we're from the Northeast. Right now you're talking to people Rhode Island, Massachusetts, Connecticut. What part of the country are you? I'm from Florida. Yeah. And is your family, do they understand what you're doing, supportive, or are they concerned? Very, very. I actually, I called my mom and I was like, Mom, if you don't give me your blessing, I'm not going. She was like, we're all for it. So, yes, definitely important. And could you just, when, when, what was it like when you've been to Ukraine? Because I just noticed, you know, that the culture, there's a certain pride. Um, this is just so terrible. What If we could just step back one from what has happened, um, because, you know, there, there's a lot of propaganda and misinformation out there. But this is an independent country that just wanted to live in peace. Agreed. It is. Yeah. What were your visits like to Ukraine? Have you been to Russia as well? I have not, no. But uh, my best friend lived there, so I, I got to visit a couple of years ago. There was a wedding. Ukraine is beautiful. The culture is rich. People are amazing. Um, yeah, I... Sorry. No, that's quite all right. And your hand, I noticed, I saw you earlier. You give out little treats to the kids as they come. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's hard. This is hard. I've been telling people, I never want to once again hear parents complain how it was difficult traveling with their small children on a plane to Disney World. This is, you know, it's when you see the suitcase, that's all they have, right, of their entire life belongings is right Yeah, and what's crazy is I've, I've, I've had a chance to speak to doctors and lawyers and businessmen, people of high rank, to go from everything to absolutely nothing is so eye-awakening. And it really, like at the end of it, at the end of it all, what what does matter? And that's that's Jesus. Jesus is our everything. What do you? What are we putting our trust in? What are you putting your trust in? And I was telling, I was at the gate yesterday, and I want to hand you my card before you leave. But and I was greeting the people as they were coming, and our Savior was with them as they were making the journey, and they love hearing that. Yes. Those people from Germany, they're fantastic. Yes, they're about they the first ones on the scene. I love them. Yes. And where do you see them? Where? Yeah. Do you see them at night, or are they here, or where do you? See them? They're everywhere. I tell you, it's hard. It's hard to keep up. It's hard to keep up. <laughs> what time does this usually start? Like when you get here, is there someone that says, "Okay, we want you to go here or there"? Or like, how does how does it just the day come together? Um, I mean, I uh, we we kind of have groups from all over, and everybody's kind of um we have leaders who tell us where to go what what places to go to what time and so we've just kind of gotten the hang of it um and now we're kind of on our own 
you know, and, and everything's kind of expanding and getting bigger. Um, so in the midst of the chaos where we had no system, now everything's just kind of coming together in a way where it's a little more systematic than it was. It's an incredible uh, effort that's been put together, volunteer to help all these people. Yeah, it's huge. And yesterday in Mendica at the border, it's like a mini village. And, you know, David from Germany that brought his piano in playing. And yes, yes. I actually, I saw him at one of the refugee camps. And it was, it was beautiful. He played Amazing Grace. And uh, the military men stood, the police officers, everyone stood still while he was playing. It was, it was amazing. You really can't put it in words. It's beautiful. I interviewed Ian. He drove in from the UK. He borrowed his friend's truck. They drove here. It took them three days. And he's making baked hot oven pizza for all the people arriving. That's awesome. Yeah. There's also, did you see that D uh, Danish guy? You need to interview him. So he is from Denmark. It took him three days to prep his food, but he drove here 20 hours. You definitely need to go check out his kids. Where is he? He's just through the doors to the left. Left. Okay. I'll go talk to him. I want to give you my... He refuses to take money. He refuses. Wow. He's amazing. Okay. Now, I want to give you my card so yeah. then you can see your interview and everything else. Now, also, D. Pedro, yes. And there's the show. You know what else? I, now, your organization, maybe you, a lot of times the volunteers want to remain neutral. And I can understand that. But... Um, you know, I hope you can appreciate my words. This is an act of evil that is happening. Um, goodness must triumph over evil. There is, I mean, Putin is, is evil, what is happening. They are brutally killing all of these innocent people. That is destruction. And I believe people need to come together and, and fight back evil. And you're seeing that as far as the spirit and how people are finding the strength to fight back. Ukraine is not alone. No, the whole world is praying for Ukraine right now. The whole world. What do you think of President Zelensky? Yeah. I think he's awesome. He is. He's awesome. I mean, that is real courage. He is a once-in-a-generation leader. Yeah, agreed. Agreed. Well, thank you for the time for talking to us. Thank you, John. I'm going to go so talk to uh, the people out front. Bless you. Bless you. Bless you. Thank you for I, what you're doing. I, listen, I'm from Rhode Island. Yep, and I was so moved when I saw President Zelensky, and because of the technology of radio and my platforms, I felt people need to see this story in person, up close, and let me bring them the story. So I am the only American radio person over here. Yes, I'm telling you. Yes. Right now? Have you seen any other? I've, I've seen so many, I don't even know who's from where. A lot of them, they're from all over the world and different journalists and so forth. But yesterday when I was at the border, the different people were saying, you are the first American radio person that has actually come here. But the Ukrainian people are fantastic. That's, that's so cool. And I love, I love your... Uh... <laughs> I love that. Well, it shows them that, you know, we, we're here peaceful and there to make them feel comfortable. And, um, and the, the people love it when they get off the train. This is the first thing. I love it, yeah. I love it. Yeah. So great to talk to you. Keep up the good work. You too. You too. We're going to make our way out front. Good. All right, folks, again, you're listening to John DePietro's show. See how inspirational these people are. And I hope um, there's some young boys. Let's go see if we can find our Danish friend who um, people are watching and descending on this. So this is, and I want you to understand the people that are inside like this. These are people that are all waiting to then go somewhere else. So, and she was exactly right. 
the way that these people suddenly. Now, here's some other foreign uh, reporters. I'm not sure what branch they're from or what country. Yesterday, those of you that saw the, the program, whenever someone nods, I always like to go over. Do you speak English? Yeah. Oh, you do? No. Can I ask, what's your name? Uh, Daniel. And where are you from? From Ukraine, Kiev. Ukraine, yeah. And uh, how do you learn English? You uh, from uh, school, from school, our school, or... Uh, uh, when did you arrive here? Arrive today. Today, yeah, today. Uh, who did you travel here with? Uh, this train, by train. By train. But who came with you? Are you with that woman over there? It's my grandma and uh, my mother. And what part of Ukraine are you from? From uh, Ki- Kiev. Kiev, yeah. Capital. Yes, a capital of Ukraine. How long did it take you to get here to this train station? Two days, Max. Did you drive? Drive? Drive or train? A train, by train. Were the trains crowded? Uh, just, just stay right there. Talk. Were the trains crowded? Mm, no, maybe. No, no. Not that crowded. No. Okay. Where are you going from here? Uh, from uh, to Belgium. Where? To Belgium. To Belgium. Belgium. Warsaw and to Belgium. And what what is the condition of your home and neighborhood when you left? Uh, repeat, please. What, 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 what does it look like? What is the condition of your neighborhood and home when you left? I don't know. A lot, lot of bombs, destruction? I don't understand. I don't uh, so much know in English. Thank you very much for chatting with us. And uh, I'm for you. Okay, hold on. I'll give it to you. Here, you can then see your interview. Here, you can see your interview there, okay? Oh, the lights just came on. All right, folks, again, um, you know, I give them credit, those that um, take the time to speak with us. So this is out front, is a big gathering area. I think that's the Danish guy in the truck that they are talking about. But there's so many people that are in front. Yeah, and there's a line. So according to our friend inside from the U.S., by the way, that's the first American that I have um, encountered, actually, since we have been here. And that's with the um, Christian organization. I meant to mention that to her. But that is, in fact, the um, she is the first American that I've I've seen as far as in a volunteer. And uh, I don't have to recap the whole thing. And again, hello, everybody on Facebook Live. Um, but the um, you heard you heard her story, excuse me, where she was in Florida. And you do get. Let me just unloop that. There we go. You do get the um, the the people that are from Ukraine that then want to come and uh, and help out, and um, and it's terrible. Now these people that you're looking at right now, they're all waiting to then be transported. Now think of that young man that you just heard. How suddenly now your life is turned upside down, and they have to um, find. You know, now you have to go live in Belgium. And let me tell you, I've been to Belgium. Um, that's that's not an easy uh, that's not an easy way of life to to put it mildly. Hi there, Jillian Marie, and everybody else that is tuning in, folks. Again, it's the John DePietro Show on AM thirteen eighty and ninety nine point nine FM. Now, I I want to stress again that this is going to be a big day um, for President Zelensky, the president of Ukraine, trying to get the aid. 
that he needs, the aid that he needs. And I think President Biden, hear me, hear me out. I believe Juan believes that President Biden needs to stop worrying. Hi there, James Fritch needs to stop worrying. Well, you know, we don't want to antagonize Putin. He's not going to be any more antagonized than he is. We need to end this thing. And I'm not talking about boots on the ground. Now, there's warships that are headed uh, into this. We need more of them. Let's bring out the firepower. For those of you that have not seen this, there are, um, and we had some of the foreign fighters on the other day. We're going to have some more of them tomorrow when we are at the border. This portion of the John DePietro Show, folks, it's brought to you by Brothers Disposal. Come on, brother. Call Brother Roland at Brothers Disposal. They're right on Facebook. Get a dumpster put in your driveway at Brothers Disposal. Call them today. He does a fantastic job in also doing uh, garbage collections for certain businesses. Folks, Brothers Disposal. Call them today at Brothers Disposal. Now, this is the outside. We were here last Wednesday, and it was actually to the right you can see where they, uh, sometimes there's performers that perform for the people arriving. But as far as the border itself in Mendica, we're going to be back there tomorrow. The man, Tomas, that is uh, going to take me, he's with the Polish Army. And his parents actually had to go into the hospital. <laughs> so we had to go with it. Um, and it is, I want to also just to kind of show you, this is right to my left. I mean, that looks like a movie set. With that building, for those that are watching on the live stream, um, it just looks like a movie set for how you would depict if you're going to do a scene to show Europe. There's a woman with the nice dog. Folks, all the dogs and uh, the little children, my goodness. And, of course, they are exhausted. But I mean it. This is a time for the firepower to come out. This is absolutely the time for uh, Biden needs to, you know, I'm hoping that some leaders of Congress step up. And just start to take the reins on this thing. I mean, you know why? Because he's not doing it. There is talk, by the way, that Biden may come over here at some point. Um, I'm not exactly sure when they're trying to figure it out. Let's be honest. He's probably not up to it. Uh, It would be probably too exhausting. But somehow, some American leaders, and I don't mean the vice president, need to jump into action. You know, they do, Pamela. They do have such a positive attitude. So, and I want to tell you, yesterday was very, very, I want everyone to understand, it was very inspiring to see that and be part of it. And I I have to admit, I do like the uh, volunteer that we just met. And you saw yesterday some of the people thanking me for covering this. And maybe that's also one of the reasons why I feel that strongly about some of the people that are just regurgitating uh, propaganda, Russian propaganda, Chinese propaganda, and some of them are not even staying up with the story. And so maybe that's one of the reasons. Uh, they are very, very calm. They are in shock. Can you imagine then? And I think she said it very well. You know, all of these people that are here, you, you just suddenly have to get out. Your, your city has been destroyed. Your business has been destroyed. Your home has been destroyed. So this is the man that won't take money. He's Danish and drove here. And then, folks, see, this is then they're just feeding the people. We'll see if we can talk to him when there's a little bit of a slowdown. But I'll tell you, it's, it's very encouraging. It's inspiring.
Um, this is not, I don't think, but oh, that food actually looks good. Um, but what Putin expected, I also notice, you know, the volunteers, especially the Christian volunteers, they're certainly not as harsh as I am, but I am just so black and white on this whole thing. This is absolutely disgraceful. This is terrible to think that in 2022, folks, we'd be seeing the horrors, the largest refugee migration since World War II. And, and it's all because of an evil individual who operates as a dictator. You know, that brave um, woman that ran onto the TV set and, and put, you know, stop the war. He's lying to you. You know, that's that is. Do you speak English? Oh, you do. Can I chat with you for a moment? Oh, good. I like when people perk up when they hear the English. Uh, right now, I'm live on the radio in the United States okay. and also have a live stream going. So okay. can I just ask your first name? Yeah, Nadia. Nadia. Mm-hmm. Are, you, are you an American? Yes, I am, actually. Yes. And how long, uh, first of all, fantastic, I can tell you're a volunteer. Um, you're talking on the John DePietro Show. How long have you been over? It's been, uh, well, it's about a week now, a little bit over the week now, yeah. And what part of the country, the United States, are you from? Florida. Florida. Mm-hmm. Okay. Are you with the Christian group that came? Okay. I met one of your, who did I meet inside? There's also, there's a lot of, a lot of you. Okay. So did everyone come over as the group? Yes, we did. We're all over from, all over, like from United States and from all over the world, actually. So. Are you with the, the people from Germany? Yes, I am. They're fantastic. So, I yeah. saw them yesterday at Mandika, right at the pool. Yeah, 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 yeah. Bringing some joy. Are you, what is it that motivated you to come and be a volunteer for the Ukrainian people? Compassion. And I'm originally from Belarus. So, compassion. Just really, we're one, you know. I mean, Belarusian, Russian, and, and Ukrainians are actually one. Like, we're brothers and sisters. Like, it's really hard to see all this happening. So, Describe for people that are listening and watching what what is it like for you to experience when you see these and there's so many small children and the young mothers getting off the train and all they have is the one suitcase and that's all they have it is impossible to describe really it's really hard it's heartbreaking um it's really heartbreaking to see like them being so lost and not knowing where to go and what to do um and it's and the hardest thing is actually really not having someone to speak for them and so it is really hard, but I'm so impressed with Polish um, country and their volunteers. I'm just absolutely blown away with their generosity and their love. And they're just, they're doing everything possible to really help anything they can do. So I, I just know that there's so much hope for them too as they come. So they're fat. They're, they're, um, the only places, you know, the only thing is they are, there's not that many places to go to sleep because it's like all packed now. So, but I mean, they're still doing everything possible to accommodate that even, even, even in this moment. Yeah. So and what's, what's a typical day? I mean, are you doing 12 hour days, 15 hour days? It depends on the day. Sometimes we, you know, we go from place to place. Sometimes we stand time here, you know, sometimes we go to um, actually like refugee centers where there are, you know, already people living there just to bring some joy to the kids and love on, on mothers and, you know, and kids. I mean, I'm, I speak Russian, so oh. I, I'm originally from Belarus, so. Okay, so that's very helpful. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. But you know what, before I let you go, Nadia, what, what is just so, it's hard to describe and I just don't remember. I mean, it's one thing when there's a storm and in Florida you get hurricanes, yeah, yeah. right? And the people have to evacuate and then they start to rebuild some of the communities. But this is just an individual yeah. that said, you know what, I'm going to destroy this country and these people, their homes, businesses, their lives. I'm going to destroy it and now you have to go live somewhere else. 
How, that that is like the definition of evil. It is, and that is exactly what it is. It's evil. Um, I I'm not calling anyone evil because I know as a Christian. We fight not against a human, but against the principalities that are in the air, which that's that's my opinion. Like I said, it's it's my Christian opinion that, um, unfortunately, we, we talk about the human that's attached with the name to it, you know, but it's really not. It's about the evil. It's the, the enemy and he's, you know, he's the, the devil who's actually fighting and, and bringing this, this just craziness into this world and really but um but there's still hope you know even amongst all of this it's just incredible to see the hope and yes yes there's always going to be evil unfortunately and where there's a little bit of evil there's going to be even more evil because there's so much going on even now like there's people that are you know like sex traffickers and you know and kids traffickers and it's just all over the place and it's unfortunate but do you see them trying to penetrate really the refugee centers, or are they? Oh, it's, I mean, it's like, you know, you're like, as you're vigilant, no matter where you go to a public place, you will see things, you know, you will see weird people standing there, like trying to talk to the kids, and, you know, you you will see that, and that's when we are, as humans, we, we need to act quickly, and we need to, you know, so, it just, just be a vigilant person, no matter where you are. So not just care for yourself and your own skin, but to really care for others, and that's what the Lord calls us to do, actually, yeah. Keep up the great work. Thank you for talking to us. No problem. See that interview. I have the information. Okay. Okay. Thank you, Nadia. I, did I hand you? Oh, no. okay. I'll hand you a card. I apologize. Sorry, I was, yeah. No, no, no. No, quite all right. You were excellent. Folks, again, there we go. That's me. Okay. okay. Thank you, Nadia. Yeah. Folks, again, now here, um, here comes some more. I think these are like volunteers that come in, those that are watching. And, um, and it's, it's nonstop. And again, folks, again, it's the John DePietro Show coming to you right now from um, I was pronouncing it perfectly earlier I'll get it um, Premel and with, this is the main uh, train station in Howe uh, closest one to the border you do see some of the uh, network news when we were here last Wednesday the reporter the correspondent from the Today Show was actually here and then tomorrow we're anticipating we're going to go back to the border. But now a lot depends on, folks, it's fluid. A lot depends on what happens over the next 24 hours. It seems to be a little bit of a reprieve. Maybe we'll talk to our Danish friend over here. Obviously, um, people in our country cannot uh, just drive over here. But um, some of the people that you heard um, from... Last from yesterday, excuse me, they were then just driving, uh, driving over here. Hi there, you're Danish, yes, and you just decided to drive here, yeah, fantastic. Uh, We arrived here at uh, Saturday, yeah, you're just non stop making meals for these people. Sorry, you're non stop making meals for these people. Yeah, we have uh, taken uh, 4,000 burgers uh, with us here. So uh, we have uh, this, this. So we are going uh, back to uh, Denmark tomorrow. Okay. Yeah. Well, that is fantastic. The food, people love your food. Keep up the good work. And who's your helper right there? Uh, Christine? Yeah. Oh. yeah. So just the two of you. Wow. And you drove here just the past couple of days. Yeah. All right. 
Folks, we'll let them uh, do their thing. Again, it is Juan. We are... Um, this is, um, you know, it was actually a nice day earlier, but for those that are uh, watching some of the footage, I'll tell you, when the, when the sun goes down or it starts to get dark in the afternoon, the uh, temperature changes dramatically. Now, I also want to stress, there, there's a lot of, uh, give you an update on everything that is happening, and we're going to do that as well. And, uh, folks, we try to pace out our coverage. And, again, good afternoon, one and all. It is uh, the John DePietro Show. Now, coming up at 1 o'clock, uh, you will hear where I talk with uh, Donna Perry, and we're going to cover some of the other stories that are that are in the news. And I'm trying to find, like, a rhythm of balancing both what's happening over here, the war, and then what is happening as far as back in our country. And I, I do touch on, uh, in next hour, you'll hear where I do touch on the North Kingstown uh, naked fat coach. It seems like a long, well, it is a long way from here, but um, I will touch on that a little bit. I recognize that's in the news, and I can't stress enough um, how preposterous it is of Governor McKee giving the the state troopers the $3,000 to wear the body cams. I mean, that is just, it's embarrassing. It is complete abuse of power. Um, you know, Governor McKee should watch some of these videos and see all the people, hi there, Jeannie Grant, volunteering and trying to help out. And instead, he's just throwing money around to all the unions that want to take our taxpayer money just because they can. It's um, really, really embarrassing and disgraceful. Folks, this portion of the John DePietro Show, don't forget our friend John Francis, competition shooting supplies. You know, nothing better. You know, who knows what the Russians plan to do. Thank, thank you very much, Gloria Santilli. I appreciate that. Um, folks, there's an ebb and flow. I want you to know that. There's an ebb and flow to the coverage. This is uh, not an easy thing to try to put together. And um, and especially the live elements. I'm trying to do some more of it that is, um, that is also um, recorded. Because then it's just like a little bit easier on me. But it is... Um, I can tell you that, and I a lot of times with the the people of uh, there I am the people of Ukraine that I I don't like to oh, this guy's coming right at me <laughs> I don't like to mention to them and I'm not trying to laugh but just because the car was coming right at me but folks by by all accounts they have destroyed that country with the amount of bombing that they have done the amount of destruction at this point Putin he is just bombing. Infrastructure. He's just, the Russians are just bombing hospitals and they're bombing schools and they're leveling neighborhoods and they're trying to kill the spirit of the people of Ukraine. Now, this um, Polish police officer, I think, is um, pulling pulling out, so something's up. Oh, folks, maybe I'll go on one of my uh, crime ride arounds like I do with the Providence police. Um, but but that that is very, very concerning. Because you, you you can't ignore, you know, President Zelensky right now is is fighting to try to keep the people united and trying to, you know, keep everybody together. But the amount of destruction that Putin is is permeating on the country of Ukraine, it's it's just brutal. He is, you know, it's it's psychological warfare. If you really want to know, by the way, what what they're enacting, 
it's really you have to um, look at what they did in Syria. And Syria, you know, to think he backed what's going on in Syria. Syria years ago was, was considered a beautiful country. I remember way back when I was on HJJ and I used to interview Daryl West. And when I told him I was going to the Middle East, he said, if there's one place you want to visit is Damascus. And with the help of the Russians and Basad, they have destroyed Syria. And there's, there's a playbook here where they just absolutely, it's, it's like a reign of terror. They just bomb and destroy, and they try to take out anything prominent, anything that's a landmark. It is like a form of, of uh, mental terror. And on top of that, you've heard some of the interviews we've done with the people where it's, it's absolutely terrifying as the bombing is nonstop. Something else that I want to mention, if you haven't seen some of the footage that I've been posting on the Facebook stories, um, <clears throat> some of the, the footage, folks, they, they, they come out of the sky. I mean, the missiles, you think of like a World War II film where it's like, you know, you see it and you hear it like the, the whole bomb. Like th- this stuff is like, boom. There is video that I saw this morning of a bus in Ukraine, and this man is walking his dog, and he must have heard something, and he turns, and suddenly, boom, you just see that it strikes like literally like lightning, and it is, it is a missile that some, you know, the Russians fired to take out that bus. So it's, um, it's, it's absolutely horrifying what they have, have been through. So I think... Um, Zelensky with with Congress, we need. But but here's the thing. A lot of the Republicans are on board with this. At least a lot of them are. I mean, we'll see how that plays out. But our reaction to this has to be more than just the president, because Biden is just reactionary mode. I believe in in the people that I've been talking to. what, What really needs to change here is we need more of an aggressive approach where they're going to take on um, a lot of the the take him on as opposed to always just reacting to whatever it is that he is doing. So it's funny that the um, if you saw yesterday's uh, broadcast uh, yesterday when we were right at the border of Mendinka that um, you I interviewed I you see those the uh, the Christian group from Germany folks and they're just in, uh, incredible and all these people immediately just you know, found their way to get here, and they are—they uh, are really fearless, or they obviously have um, tremendous faith. But it is kind of—Ukraine does need more jets. They do. They need more something. That's for sure. So, folks, again, um, it's John DePietro, and we are. Uh, listen, I am in Poland, which is a NATO country. But something that I did mention: there is talk that a lot of the NATO allies are talking about maybe entering into Western Ukraine to start to fight the war that way and help uh, the Ukrainian people fight Russia, help them in from Western Ukraine. And that would be a very significant development. And obviously we're going to monitor that. But this, um, if reports are true, And there's Ken Carpenter. And things are not going as well as he, as Putin initially thought. Then what what Ukraine needs is time. They need to keep Zelensky alive. And they need to really just, um, he needs time to regroup 
and get more firepower and get more weapons and get more people in there to help them. And folks, it's just as you can see. I mean, this um, this this is like the Providence train station on the Wednesday before Thanksgiving, except it is um, nonstop as far as the the children and the elderly and the young mothers and the people that, in a very short amount of time, have to pack a bag and then just head over here. So now, as a programming note. I will be doing uh, one after dark later on, and then um, we will also uh, tomorrow be back at the border at Mandika. Now, none of these children are in school, and now they're just trying to figure out where they're going to live. And I think that's the part that just I hope that people get from this, that these people are going along, and they have homes and families and businesses. And all of a sudden, a ruthless dictator just said, you know, I think I'm going to destroy your lives. And I think I'm just going to bomb your neighborhood and bomb your businesses and bomb your schools and destroy everything you have. And now you have to leave and go live somewhere else. Because in all honesty, now this looks like perhaps a train just uh, arrived because a lot of them are coming in folks and there's definitely like a an ebb and flow to it where um you can see all these people now folks that you're watching right now as far as watching you can hear some of it uh as well and again it's the john DePietro show it's am 1380 and 99.9 fm you can um look at this woman with the stroller and the little child and um and again i mean it as far as um really really difficult of just how many of these individuals and it's just one right after another of people that have to come and and it's just someone saying talk about the ultimate bully you have to go live somewhere else because i'm gonna annihilate and take down your country so i'm gonna i've decided with uh, the firepower I have that I'm going to level the country that you have and I'm going to drop a bomb on your house and your school and hospital and I'm going to basically I've just decided I'm going to destroy the life that you thought you had living in in Ukraine and and why is he doing it Because, because he's got the firepower to do it You know, there was no provocation. There was no element of, um, well, gee, you know, that shouldn't have happened or anything like that. It is is the ultimate act of a coward and also evilness. So, now, folks, here's what we're going to do. We are going to break for the 12 o'clock news. We have two more hours to go right here on the John DePietro Show. So, right now, let's break for the 12 o'clock news. We'll be back on the other side.